from the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 257. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. I'm a little, I like, I'm a little sleepy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Posting this a little late. It is 1030 on Christmas Day. Yeah, we, uh. We were gone for the weekend. Yeah, but we're back for Christmas. And we'll get this posted so that people could get their Christmas podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm a little tired. Yeah. The pancake. The pancake. Pancakes. Pancakes. Made me a little sleepy. Yeah. They were yummy, though. I slept in. Sean slept in hard. Because I was up reading all night. Fucking Red Rising, dude. I finished the book. Who are you? I just... <clears throat> I fucking powered through my NyQuil so I could just keep reading. I'm impressed. I was out. Oh, dude. I was like, I didn't even care. Kept reading chapter after chapter after chapter. Dude, you yell at me. You're you're sick and you're still doing that shit. Dude, yeah. Sam's like, you're probably not getting better because you keep fucking cold showering every morning. I'm like, I'm probably ain't getting better because I ain't fucking sleeping. I'm just reading. Por que no los dos? So, anyways, starting, I'm going to start the Golden Sun today. So, I probably ain't going to be any fucking better, dude. No, I not. already know it's going to be so goddamn That good. is the fastest I think you've ever dude, read a book. some, I read 75 hours faster. Some authors. That book is so small compared to Red Rising. Yeah, I know. Some authors are just fucking good dude mm, and i kind of want to see They're if there's any other good if he has any other series Pierce she, brown she literally went downstairs to go grab her toy yep wow made me get a couple christmas presents as well but yeah pierce brown that motherfucker can write a story mm-hmm. mimi that's such a pretty girl that's a good girl thank you i'm sorry mimi can you lay down please lay down just lay down Oh, dude, she's like, yo, it's Christmas. Give me my freaking new she's toy. She's mad. Okay, so we shouldn't we shouldn't ramble for too long today, then. We're going to ramble. No, we should get this done. No, she'll be all right. She'll fall asleep soon. So anyways, um, Red Rising is so freaking good. Been cold showering every morning. It's been good. What's, uh, what's new with you? Just hanging out with the fams. Yeah, we hung out with the fams the past uh, two days, and we got to hang out with the fam again today. Mm-hmm. Past two days, uh, two and a half days. Past two and a half days. Yeah, it's been good. Um, Sean's little cousin is learning powerlifting. Powerlifting. So we went and lifted at Sean's old, old high school, high school mm-hmm. on Sunday. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to go lift after this. So that'll be nice. Got to get our cr- Christmas swolmas on. You bet betcha. What are you looking at? I'm putting a note on my phone, babe. Okay. Um, oh, because we have to send Maggie a... Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Sean really, I think Sean really likes coaching. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Even a business, you really... When people ask you questions and stuff, you like it. You love it. I think I enjoy helping people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a natural teacher. Sure. Should I just say fuck it all and go become a teacher? No. Good call. Um, you could become like a business coach. Yeah, that's yep. true. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Or a powerlifting coach. Uh, mm-hmm. It's true. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yeah, it was a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good re- weekend. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk today about... We're going to tutor today? We're going to tutor today. Sam wants to tutor about something that I'm going to add a little... Sprinkle? Sprinkle on it. Mm-hmm. A little razzle-dazzle. Um, a little phrase. Just kind of finances on things you should do before the end of 2023 and things you should do before 2024. Is there some grounds in there? No, I was looking at my reflection. Oh, okay. I really could go for more coffee after this. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the gym, though, so I'm going to have my aminos instead. I'll drink another cup of coffee. Go for it. I probably drank more coffee. This weekend? And ate more sweets than I have in two years. Definitely the sweets part. I don't know about the coffee part. So I had this weekend... I bet you there was 20 different desserts. I bet you I tried 15 mm-hmm. different desserts. And I bet you I ate bet you I ate close to 50 sweets. Oh yeah, you did. And then we in in in, a, in two days. Yeah. The best part is is my family doesn't really do desserts at all. So we get back and we have Christmas Eve at my house or our house. And my mom doesn't have any desserts. Yeah. Um, and Sean's like, what am I going to do? I need sweets. Yeah, I did fucking get back and there's just fucking not sweets. And I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, I've my blood sugar's through the roof. I need to keep this going. No. You know? Mm-hmm. So anyways. It's probably why you felt like shit because you didn't have any sweets to go with your food. Probably not balancing me out. Yeah. Your body can't handle it. Your body probably just tanks. <clears throat> it's just like, but like, well, we need that sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what it is, though, but, like, usually that sugar and that stuff messes me up. But, like, up there this weekend, I was, like, my stomach wasn't really hurting much mm-hmm. eating that kind of stuff. But for whatever reason, getting back here and just eating snack food, like cheese and crackers, meatballs, um, the bread and the... The stuff that you did. A bread bowl. Bread bowl. Dude, that stuff tore up my stomach so bad I felt like ass. So weird. Very weird. Yeah, and I thought like, okay, so I took like a, what was it, like an hour and a half intermission between eats? Yeah. And I was like, because that was when my stomach started feeling a little better. It didn't feel good, but it started feeling a little bit better. So, like, okay, well, I'm going to eat again and see if I feel better. Nope. Way worse. I was like, dude, how the fuck is this snack food affecting me way worse than me just pounding cookie after cookie after cookie? Anyways, so yeah, we're going to talk about a little couple financial tips. We'll do kind of business and personal. Yeah. They're going to be the same. For the most part. For the most part. Um, Business-wise, in 2023... Make sure you, um, I'd look at your profit and losses and see if there's like room, if you have a big expense to do it before the end of this year. Yeah. Um, obviously that helps you tax wise, a little bit of cheating the system. Yeah. Um, the business I work for every year, uh, they look at their finances at the beginning of December 
and then ask all the managers if there's any big purchases we need or to stock up on all of our supplies before the end of the year just to kind of help out their numbers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously not like not something that's going to put them under right. right away in 2024. Um, obviously, if you just have a, a lot of profit and you can afford it, do it. Yep. Uh, rolling off of that as well, like if you want to give your employees bonuses or a Christmas party, best to do that before 2024. Yes. For the same reasons. Absolutely. So if there's literally anything extra that you want to give away because you have high profit, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then too, it's just good for obviously empo- employee morale. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, but for businesses going into 2024, is that all you have for ending 2023? If you got rentals and shit, pay your property tax and insurance if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the biggest things. Property taxes, insurance, and big expenses. We're a little, we're getting pretty late to be going out and making like a lot of big purchases or something, you know. We get one week. Got a week. Mm-hmm. Got a week, got a week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for businesses going into 2024, definitely make sure you have like your 2024 budgets ready to go. So, like, we have um, spreadsheets that we use for rentals, so I made sure I got all those set and ready um, to get rolling January 1st. And then, do you want to pick them up? Keep going. Um, But then just make sure that, like, you have budgets and plans for 2024 as well. Because most people, some people just, kind of i don't know spend money do whatever and don't think about like the consequences right Uh, so it's good to have like a budget of how much you want to or can spend on like supplies like office supplies our office supplies budget should be really really low um right obviously like we know we want to get a coffee maker and some other stuff for our office. Um, but our profit's not that high this year, so it's not going to matter for us if we buy them in 2024. Right. But we should have a, a an ideal set number of what we want to spend on stuff for the office. Because uh, otherwise we can go hog wild with it. All right, so everything's going to be based off of what you made this year or what you made in the past. Um, so if you look at your profit and loss, how much you profit or lose. Um, break down on your budget why you made what you made. Um, figuring out what your uh, monthly operating expenses are, what your monthly income is roughly. Figure out what your uh, daily operating costs are. And so, so once you know your daily operating costs, you know how much money you need to bring in every day mm-hmm. to, to like – one survive but then two thrive <clears throat> and when you're looking at that that's how you fill out your budget for the next year so if you're looking and and you you don't have much left over at the end of the at the end of the month um you, you want to really be looking at some of the things you can cut out of the picture what can you get rid of what can you delete what don't you need um because you're going to need to do that in order to 
buy some of the other stuff you want or to become more profitable or whatever. Mm -hmm. The other way is, okay, how can we make more money? How can we bring in more income? And so if if you are already running pretty bare bones minimum operating wise um, for your expenses, then you need to start looking at like, what can I do to increase income? Can I do different marketing, more word of mouth? Can I do more sales? You know, whatever it is mm-hmm. to get that income up. And that's where you're going to get that buffer for next year for reinvestment into the company, buying shit you want, things like that. Yeah. I was waiting for you to jump in to go off on stuff like that, and you just didn't. I was just waiting. I was just, just biding my time, babe. Apparently. All right, so the same thing's going to go in your personal life, right? So two ways to get richer. Save more, or so spend less, or make more, mm-hmm. right? So I, your, two, your two ways to make to like have more money. Because it does not matter what you make. It matters what you spend. Okay? So, no matter where you're at, you have to, you have to, have to, have to get your spending under control. First thing is first, you have to track your spending. This is in business and in personal. You have to track your spending. Where is your money going? Where where are you wasting your money? What is necessary? Like, food is necessary. Mm-hmm. But is food from fucking... Are a bag of chips necessary? Yeah, are, yeah, bag of chips necessary. You need pop tarts. You need to be shopping at fucking. Let's see. For us, it's like festivals, pretty expensive mm-hmm. compared to Aldi. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or like going to Woodman's. Like we cannot go to Woodman's because we just grab so much extra stuff that we don't need. That's why we quit shopping at Sam's Club and why we won't shop at shop, uh, Costco. Yeah, because dude, you'll fucking just blow money in bulk. So there's shit you need, right? You need clothes, but do you need high-end Gucci clothes? Mm-mm. Probably fucking not. Can you get away with just some all right clothes from Walmart? Eh, probably could. You probably could honestly go to Savers or Goodwill and find some pretty good stuff. Fuck yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Or like Plato's Closet. Yep. I just go into Eddie Bauer whenever they're doing their 50% off or whatever, their mm-hmm. change of season. Yeah. Just scoop shit up. Yep. So... <clears throat> There is shit that's necessary, but do you have to spend that kind of money on those things, right? Then there's other things that are not necessary. Do you need five streaming services? Nope. Delete some. Can you lower your packages on some things? Absolutely, right? So doing things like that, do you need a $30,000 car? No, probably not. You can get away with the $8,000 car. Okay, sell the car, do that, right? Do you need a nice big fancy house? Well, depending on your situation, probably fucking not. Maybe you do. This is all if you're set on like a set income. Mm -hmm. If you're like... Like if you're salaried, you're salaried. You're an engineer or something. You make a hundred grand a year. That's is is what it is. There's not really much um, movement up unless you'll get more education or something, or you're like you're locked in kind of for five years, whatever it is. We need to really look at that bottom side, okay? Now on the other side, say you're a uh, a union carpenter or something, and you have the option to work more overtime if you want right Mm -hmm. okay sick so you know what you you make 40 hours a week now let's work 50 hours a week let's work 60 hours a week keep that that number the same keep keep that uh the expense numbers the same maybe you maybe you're up a little bit more on the gas because you're going into work an extra day or two but then watch the uh watch the income go up drastically Mm -hmm. over that yeah and so it's all kind of flexing like that or we know some people with flexible jobs where they're making 60 grand a year, 80 grand a year, but they only have to work 25, 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, sick. Maybe you get a side job doing something you're good at. And it can be anything, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, just shit off the, the bat that I've got some guys that work for me. I got drywall guys that work for me part-time that make $100 an hour. Mm-hmm. Shit like that, dude. You get a scale, you're going to make it $100 an hour. Or like working at Menards DC. What do they pay now? $20 They're, an hour? Yeah, 20 an hour or something. It's not bad. Yeah. There's so many things, though, that like people don't think about skills. Mm-hmm. Like we have i think we've changed so so much from white collar work oh, to yeah. blue collar work dude i know fucking mechanics working part i know i know mechanics just doing shit in their garage on the side charging people 50 dollars an hour mm-hmm. dude you're making 50 dollars an hour on side work mm. have you heard about the there's a south park special that came out no mm-hmm. um i can't remember what the name is off the top of my head uh we should actually watch it uh, it's about how, um, like, so many people have, uh, like, no skills or no trade work. Sure, yeah. So, all the tradesmen are, like, millionaires. Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. They're all fucking abs. Because, like, yeah. there's, like, I don't quote me on this, but it, for, as an example, it was, like, someone had a leaking sink and the couple was just, like, what do we do? Like, we don't know what to do. And they're just, like... Uh, I think we have to call someone for this, but like it's so hard to find someone to call because they're like nobody knows how to do it anymore. Right, dude, no bullshit. I was in. Okay, so <clears throat> the Pandaverse, Pandaverse, Pandaverse that's what. It was. Mm-hmm. So I was in at a um, safe, Safeway, Safe First, some shit. I was getting safety glasses and gloves. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to the guy, and the guy's like, "Hey, what do you do?" I'm like, "Oh, we do, we do construction." He's like, "Hey, dude." I heard this. This might be a fucking fugazi. You tell me. He's like, we had a guy come in here. He does maintenance. He says he makes a hundred grand a year doing maintenance. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, shut up. I was like, that's that's not real. And then I stopped and I started thinking. And I was like, nope, it is. No, yeah, that's definitely fucking possible. The mm-hmm. guy's like, what do you mean? He's like, I can do maintenance. I was like, yep. yeah, I know. But this dude, I ended up. I ended up talking to the guy that I, I ended up talking to a friend of mine that knew him. He schedules out a week in advance, a couple weeks in advance for mm-hmm. maintenance work. He schedules his maintenance out by area. Oh, okay. He asks the people what they have going on. And so he has like a rough idea and he's got his big van, big fucking sprinter van with most of the shit in it, right? Mm-hmm. He maps out his course. And he goes from one house to da 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 seventy five dollars an hour is what he charges mm-hmm. while he's driving, while he's on site for materials, mileage, charges that maintenance seventy five dollars an hour, blah blah blah, doing all that right. <clears throat> and so he just bounces from one house to the next. As soon as his clock starts on the day, as soon as he leaves his warehouse, he's charging, or as soon as he leaves his house, he's charging seventy five dollars an hour all day long, and so. I, don't, I guess I don't know what that, that equals, but I mean, if you're ripping, you know, 75 times 8 times 5, so 3,000 times 50, you make 150 grand a year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, you know, granted, you got to factor in, maybe he's he's not getting paid at night for scheduling out his, his timeline, getting his material. Well, because no, he does char- he does charge to go get material, so, um, but like scheduling out and stuff at night. But yeah, he's making 100, 100, over 100 grand a year, 150 yeah. grand a year. That's insane. So, I mean, if you wanted to work... If you want to work 40 hours a week, you want to work 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, 150 grand. That guy could How be. much would 32 hours a week be at 75? Because that's probably more realistic of what he's working. 32 hours? 32. Yeah. 
Oh, but uh, 120 grand. Yeah, I was going to say it's still over 100. <clears throat> and so. Yeah, you just do four eights. Four eights. You're doing four eights. Doing four eights, you have an office day for billing. Um, so I mean, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna have five eights, you know, because you got your day full of billings mm-hmm. and like yeah. factoring in an hour of scheduling each night and whatever. But yeah, dude, you um, you making a hundred over a hundred grand a year doing maintenance. That's wild. Working thirty two hours a week on site, you know, on yeah, whatever. And so, are you gonna deal with some shit? Yeah. You gonna do some weekend calls? Probably. But do you know what they're charging on the weekends? One hundred twenty five an hour. Yep. And so if you're getting a phone call, a lot of people don't think about this, dude. A lot of people, they go to college, the white-collar jobs. You go into college, you you get a job, you come out, you make it $25 an hour, mm-hmm. $30 an hour. You're thinking like you are fucking ripping life, right? If someone called you and said on the weekend, hey, can you come in and do this work? You know, so say just let's just say, um, let's say your job is an engineer right mm-hmm. easy enough someone calls you and said hey could you work saturday and we'll pay you 125 an hour yeah uh yeah dog i'll do that now in the other case hey um my heat quit working could you come check it out 125 an hour all right fuck it sure why not or my sink's leaking you know 125 dollars an hour yeah i can come do that Oh, sorry, babe. I got to leave. You come home four hours later. Oh, how'd it go, honey? Good. We just made $500. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Um, Real quick. Is it called white collar and blue collar? Because white collar jobs, they used to wear like suits. So you had like white button downs. Yeah, I think so. And then like mechanics and stuff always wear the blue jumpsuits. I think so. I think that's all like white and blue collar. But dude, it's changed so much. Do people aren't understanding this. Blue, I, I, I can't get over how much blue collar has fucking taken the world. But people understand. Listen to me. This is something. This is big. This is real, real big. If you're 28 years old, if you're 30 years old listening to this and you've done some construction or some maintenance the last few years, do not go open your own maintenance company thinking you're some big swinging dick knowing everything. No, this is what you do. Go fucking work with somebody doing maintenance for the next five to ten years. If you go work with somebody doing maintenance for the next five to ten years while you're doing that, go ahead and start learning about accounting and business, okay? Then in ten years, when you have really good fucking skills and you understand maintenance as a whole, mm-hmm. how to diagnose, how to solve problems, do all that shit... And and now from taking these courses or like learning about this shit, you understand how to have your how to run your books, how to run your company, how to schedule, how to do sales, how to promote, all that shit, right? Then start your business. Don't just fucking start it today because I'm over here telling you you can make $75 an hour and go fuck shit up because you actually don't know maintenance. Fuck stuff up because you don't know how to get work. Fuck stuff off because you don't know how to do your accounting and do your taxes and all that shit. Learn from somebody. Mm-hmm. Then go do the shit and you'll be wildly more successful. You'll build a wonderful name. You'll be more profitable. Which ties into today. Once you know how to operate, once you know how to do all that shit, you know how to be efficient because you're doing the work fast. 
getting good results. You're not charging the client $500 to change out a toilet because you don't actually know how to change out a toilet and it's taking you all fucking day to figure it out. And instead you do it in an hour and those people call you back every time they have an issue. Boom. You're able to bring up your profit on the backside. Mm-hmm. And keep good clients because then you don't have to do as much marketing because those clients are going to call you. You're going to have roughly 80% return customers. Mm-hmm. Are you done? That's what I got for you, dog. Jesus. Um, so, yeah. Figure out uh, where your leaks are, your errors are, all your mistakes. <clears throat> so, like Sean said, obviously, if you don't know accounting and tax as well, that can lead to... Big, big errors. Oh, yeah. Uh, making sure that you you do know what you're doing, honestly. Because like Sean said, especially with like any blue-collar work, if you don't do it right, then they're going to call you again to come back. And you shouldn't charge if you have to come back, to be honest, because right. it was your mistake. Oh, yeah, you can't. And so just making sure that those little errors and leaks are not happening in your book, in your books, in your business um and personal life honestly like sean said like get rid of subscriptions that you don't use get rid of um don't be going to stores that you know you're going to be overspending your food budget uh sean and i set aside a chunk of money every month to go towards the things that like come out once a quarter or Mm -hmm. twice a year um or once a year so, like, Mimi's Bark Box, we get charged for that twice a year. So, we set aside a chunk of money every single month. So, when that comes out, we can transfer that into the bank account, and it's already accounted for. We also do that for our business mm-hmm. and our rentals as well. Yeah. So, we set aside a chunk of money for taxes and insurance every year, and then um, maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. So, uh, it's – and, like, when that – like, that count, account grows – you leave it. You don't touch it. Oh, yeah. It's, just because it's got money doesn't mean we're taking yeah, it. Yeah. It, it, just because there's money in it doesn't mean you get to go buy a brand new dresser set. Like, no. That's not a thing. Right. Um, yes, you can. If you have extra money, you can set aside that if you want to, like. But that's not in our savings. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm that's, saying, like, a different account. Yes, we have our sa- Like, dude, that's a big, that's another thing real quick is having multiple accounts. So, like, there's. We have, we have four savings. No, five. Six. A lot of them. We got a lot of different accounts. So how there's thing it's called profit first and mm-hmm. what it is. And so like in the rental game is how it kinda goes. We have we save for maintenance, capex, vacancy, fifteen percent right there, boom, right? Save for our property taxes, save for our insurance. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we get paid uh every month from our rentals, take that amount, put it into savings, okay? Now, there's a certain amount that has to stay for mortgage, okay, and um, and property management. Mm-hmm. Boom. So, those get paid out. Then the other money, right, then would go into a different account. Well, technically, you'd put that money in first, but we do it like we do our savings so that we're prepared for the future. We pay our two main things, and then you take the other money, and that's your cash flow. Mm-hmm. So then when you have an expense come in, you take that money that you've been saving because that's what it's for and you pay the expense, Mm -hmm. okay? So that way you're still paying yourself and getting your money. This is important. You're still getting your payday, your money on the side. You can see what you're actually cash flowing. Then you're taking the money you saved to pay for the shit that the maintenance or the capital expenditures that it was Mm -hmm. for. And so that way 
you're not that cash flow you're supposed to have, say it's $500 on a property, isn't just sitting there paying maintenance. That 500 is getting tossed into a separate account and that is your money you could draw from. You could take whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how you want to think about, you want to think about it that way with like your personal life, your businesses, everything. You have, you it, the, the concept is paying yourself first, mm -hmm. putting your profit aside, then you pay the bills. But they, what we do is for our paying for self first, we hit our savings account, pay the bills, or pay the like the mortgage, mm -hmm. the mortgage and the, the property management, and then we take all the rest as profit. Mm -hmm. um, so, but whatever, probably not the right way, but I don't give a fuck. So, thing is with your personal life, this is what Sam and I do. Profit first for our personal life. Yeah. Our paycheck comes in. We immediately take 20% and put it in the savings account. Immediately. Boom, boom. Yep. That's for our own shit. And then we separate all the, um, the expenses money. and then put the savings amount in a different savings account mm. for the um, saving for our bigger expenses that come out a couple times a year. Yeah. But yeah, we. I mean, we have other savings accounts too that we... Um, so we have like our emergency fund is a different savings account. Shar yeah. Sean Shar Sean has his own car fund, um, and I think we have another one for something. I don't remember off the top of my head. Just regular investments. Yeah. We've got two different accounts for different types of investments. One for real estate. One for whatever the fuck comes up. Mm -hmm. And Sean and I also we both have money in Robinhood. Uh, oh yeah, Coinbase. Just yeah. Same shit. So we kind of keep money everywhere, and we like to do that just because. If we don't see it every day, then we don't even think about it. Oh, dude, I forget I got money all the time. Yeah, I honestly do too. Because I don't, like, our, three of our savings accounts are on Ally. So we don't ever go on to our Ally apps. Obviously, I look at our main bank account app all the time to make sure, like, see where we're at and whatnot. And if I have to transfer money. Um, But the Ally ones, there's no reason for us to open it. So... Because we don't even open it that often, we don't realize it's there, and then we don't spend it. Because it's very easy, if you know you have money, to spend it. Very easy. Sometimes I go on Ally just to see how much I got that I can spend on a car. I know. Sean moved some of the money into a different account that I don't actually have the app for. And then, like, there was a time that he didn't tell me he moved it, and I, like, panicked. Because I was like, where did that big chunk go? Uh -huh. And then, it, yeah, so it's in a different account. But, uh -huh. but so, like, that money, I don't even know we even still had, to be honest. Finally, I, after a couple of months, I asked Sean, and I was like, so where did this go? Because I put that in a different account that I have that I don't have access to. Yeah. I, like, take me, it'll take me, like, days to access that money. Yeah. So it it's smart. If, you, if you're spenders, it's smart to have different accounts in different places. Um, Ally, I highly suggest an Ally savings account. Uh, like right now they have 4.5% interest, um, but it takes a minimum of three days to transfer back to your regular account. Dude, the difference between me and most people, I cannot access more than like $1,000 today. Mm -hmm. It's like three days before I can get money yep. because I know who the fuck I am. If Sean had access to that money like immediately, we would have our backyard would be we'd filled be, with cars we'd be broke dude we we'd be, be fucking broke but we'd have 10 cars back there. yep so yeah dude i just i can't i know myself and because i know myself i have put things in place where i cannot access more than a thousand dollars in three days yeah because if there's a fucking sweet deal that pops up 
I can't just go fucking like if there's shit that pops up, I can't just be like, oh, got to get it. I have to be like, well, I got to think on it for three days. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time he's just like, oh, not a good idea. Yeah. If it's something that's like, fuck me screaming deal, like crazy, crazy, I can make something happen, mm. but it's going to be for me pulling money on a, on a line of credit. Yeah. And, but if it, I mean, if it's like a good enough deal, I'll do that, but I will not do that for a car unless it was like a car for nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's, I put things in place like that for the meat, like for mediocre deals. Because I will, I will rashly buy a mediocre deal. Yeah. But I, I can't know. Um, so, yeah, it's you've got to be smart with how you store and deal with your money. Like I said, your spenders, hide it. Yep. Uh, we used to have a whole bunch of cash, too. So then if you, had, if you were desperate for something, then you could go get it right away. But we kind of stopped doing that a little bit for now. Yeah. Whenever if we sold something, we'd keep the cash, so then we could buy something. Yeah. The big issue is we haven't sold anything in cash in like over a year. Yeah. So it's fine. So, what else do you have for personal helping people personally? Fuck, dude. There was I had two things. Mm -hmm. I don't remember one of them. Okay. But I'll go into one. Okay. Okay. And this year, as we talked before. Education is the most important. Mm-hmm. Fucking learn something. Learn some. Learn a skill. Get better at your job. Fucking learn something, dude. Mm-hmm. Don't just spend your time wasted playing fucking Xbox or PlayStation. Don't just sit around watching Netflix. Pick a fucking skill and learn it. Get better at it. Mm-hmm. Find a way to make some more goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Or to have a fucking hobby that you're getting better at, okay? Which leads into my second point that I just remembered. Okay. In order to get better at something or to get resilience, personal strength, whatever, growth, you need to intentionally do things that are hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Be uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable, dude. I cannot fucking stress this enough. Do you people think I fucking have lifted weights for the last 14 years because I fucking just am happy-go-lucky every day I go into the gym? Fuck no. Do you think I'm just like, God, there's nothing better than eating the same food every single fucking day, meal prepping twice a week? So that, because I love it that much. Maybe. No, fuck no, dude. You know what I would do instead? <laughs> I'd eat Eau Claire cheese and deli every goddamn day. Because it's way fucking better. It is. But doing things that are uncomfortable, doing things that are challenging, builds fucking personal develop, like builds yourself up personally, right? Mm-hmm. Development-wise, growth-wise, self-confidence, skill sets, Doing uncomfortable things make you fucking better, dude. That's why I cold shower every morning now. That's why I fucking train all the time. That's why I fucking am always learning about business and doing shit and thinking about how I can make the business better and doing things that are uncomfortable to make myself better. Um, and by accomplishing goals too, like you're, you're reminding yourself that you can do it. Like you're the minute you 
when you set a goal and you don't accomplish that goal, from then on, every time you set a goal, you're you're just going to tell yourself, well, I'm not going to finish this. Right. So then you're not going to try. No. So you got to just even start with something simple. Finish two books in January. Okay. That's a simple goal. And if you if you finish that, then you're reminding yourself that you can do it. You you are able to do anything. So you just got to have those little wins all the time so then you can do the things you want to do. You can grow. You can save so you can get that brand new dresser set. Like set little goals and grow. Right. I was thinking on our um cuz you know uh in every gym there's like a saying on the wall. Mhm. I was kind of wanted ours to say don't stop. Don't stop. Mhm. Yeah, it's a good one. And then uh pop that would be our theme song. Pop that? Mhm. What the fuck is that? I'll play it for you after this. Oh my god. Okay. Um yeah, and listen to our last three episodes we did on how to set those goals. How to make a vision, how to set goals from the vision and, yeah. and habits to help you accomplish those. And then how to implement them, break them down, mm-hmm. shit like that. But that's it, dude. That's all I got. Fucking figure out your budget. Figure out how much you're making. See if you got to make more money. Or see, if you, see if you're going to focus on making more money or taking shit away from your budget. That's wasteful. <clears throat> Start learning something, a skill, whatever. Start learning, start growing. And if you, I mean, if you like learning from reading books, you can't just read books. You have to start applying it somehow. Oh, dude. So as you're learning, thank you. As you're learning this shit, apply the shit. Do the shit to learn the shit. Mm-hmm. The best way to learn, the best way to learn something is to teach it. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's hard to teach something if you haven't tried it. That's why Sean and I really like doing this podcast because it helps us remember a lot of the things that we've experienced or we've done. Right. Because we're we're teaching, we're talking about it. Right. From experience of doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So you gotta learn it, try it, teach it. Learn it, try it, teach it. I think is the best way to like cement something into your brain and how mm-hmm. you do it. It's probably why like it, that helped me understand lifting so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. And then do some hard shit, which could be implementing the shit you just learned. Mm-hmm. Do some hard shit, build yourself confidence, develop your fucking self and become a better person. Mm-hmm. And like we said, like our lives aren't like we're not telling you any of this is easy. Every day like we both drive past Burger King and I'm sure we're all just like, man, those chicken sandwiches were used to be really good. But we know it's not good for us, so we're not going to fucking get it. Let me tell you what, dude. My day starts out hard as fuck. Because every morning you want a goddamn donut. No. Because every morning I got to get in that stupid fucking shower. That cold shower. That's cold as shit, dude. Yeah. And I go, fuck. And then I turn it cold and I get in. And today I wanted to do three minutes. So I did five. Because it's Christmas. Fuck it. Every day starts out hard. I got up early this morning and started cooking right away. Good job, babe. Thank mm. you. I didn't even, like, I went on my phone to put on Pandora, and I set it down. Because I knew if I started scrolling, I was going to be It's over, there. dude. It's over. Okay. That's what we got. All right, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye. See ya. <laughs>